Hey, this is Jason Proctor live on Cut to the Chase. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Gregory Proctor. This is another episode of Cut to the Chase, episode 20, Brothers. So to my listening audience, I would like to say the title of this podcast is basically because we're going to be talking today to my brother. He's been a very influential, a very important person in my life. We're actually 11 years apart, you know, which a lot of people will go, oh my God, how can it be so influential? But, you know, overall, when we start talking about our story and, and we start to get into some of the dialogue uh, about how we've evolved over time, I think everyone that's listening today will completely understand. So a little bit about my brother. My brother is a project controls engineering consultant with over 10 years of experience in project management, specializing in scheduling and developing critical path schedules utilizing Primavera application. My brother's been known in the Department of Energy markets for being well-renowned in not only developing implementation strategies, but project scope schedules for multiple Fortune 500 clients. He's developed integrated logic plans, which have driven multi-million, multi-billion dollar project. He provides proven leadership in the skills of vision, growth, and motivation through hard work. His ability to develop and implement solutions for emerging problems is, is unfathomable. His expertise in manipulating project control software and data is unprecedented. He's a problem solver. He's an effective communicator. He delivers support and service and performance as a result-oriented leader who consistently surpasses objectives by hard work and determination. Capable of interfacing with management and staff through all departments, swiftly uh, uh, building rapports based on trust and sincerity. He's an analytical thinker critical problem solver, strong planning focus and measuring results and getting the job done right the first time, ability to follow through on directions and continuously focus on clients' best interests while engaging in negotiations. And above all the accolades, you know, my brother played basketball with Mississippi College. He's a father. He's a genuinely loving and caring guy. And my brother, I don't know if I did a good job introducing you or not, but uh, Man, you know you got you got any opening remarks? Oh my <laughs> god, dude! You got you got me ready to go dunk on somebody right now, man. <laughs> man, that was great intro, bro. Great intro. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool, 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 man. Like I said, it's uh, it's a pleasure to uh, to have you. You know, as I created this podcast, you know, one of the things that I was looking to do was basically have a dialogue to where I can have open conversation with friends, colleagues, and professionals. And, you know, we have to ring the bell on this because ultimately you are the first family member All right, <laughs> on, all right. on the podcast. So, I all mean, right. you know, we, we're going to make this, we're going to make this really good. Cool. Cool. It's a pleasure to be here, man. I appreciate you thinking about me and, uh, you know, let's, let's get into it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so basically, uh, as I stated in your intro, um, you know, you've been doing project controls for 10 years. So could you share with our listening audience, you know, kind of where you were, let's just say 11, 12 years ago? I mean, you were in a position of, of, of working, but you were not basically kind of fulfilling your dream, you know, where you thought your life would go. Can you yeah. share that story with us? Yeah, yeah, man, no problem. Uh, you know, back back then, you know, it was 
it was more hands on. You know, I was working and it was it was hands on and it, it was no real thinking about it. You know, I wasn't using it was it was more problem. There was still problem solving, but it was not to the level that it is that we're working in now. Um, I was in a position and, uh, you know, it, it I just didn't feel like I was I was taking, you know, um, using using all of my abilities, you know, as far as my mind. Um, so, you know, as, as the podcast is called Brothers, I called my brother, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I called my brother and, uh, you know, it, 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 it really took you about two years to convince me. You remember that conversation we had the first time I came to Virginia? It, it took oh, yeah. About, yeah. It took about two years for you to convince me to uh, take the leap of faith. And, and jump out there and uh, you know at that time I thought you were crazy I didn't think I didn't think <laughs> you know I really didn't think that this was even even real I, you know my first paycheck that I got from you I thought you know I thought we were doing some, something illegal I was like there's no way <laughs> I was like there's no way that we can we can you know this is all it is you know but but it took me realizing that hey this is this is it might come hard to other people but going through the trials and tribulations and, and the environments that I had been working in, you know, it just helped me build the side of me that I'm able to deal with people, you know, mm -hmm. but, mm -hmm. you know, the actual tool itself, the scheduling software tool, you know, I, I tell everybody now, man, I'm the second best in the world. My brother's the best in the world at it, you know, <laughs> you know, so, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of the backstory of it. Um, it took it took a while. Like I said, it took two years to to convince me to, to jump in. But once I jump in, man, it was it was no looking back. And and it's been a blessing. It's been a blessing to me and the family, you know, ever since. Yeah. 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 I think I shared this story once before. I don't know if I did on a podcast or uh, maybe it's just in, in, in conversation with some other potential people that were looking to get into project controls and scheduling. And it was along the lines of, I, I share with them, I say, yeah, you know, it, it took me about two years to convince my brother. And they were like, well, why did it take you so long? I say, well, originally he had to kind of like weigh out all of the, the you know, the pros and the cons. That's right. And That's then, right. And, and, and then the second aspect of it was, is when I came back the second time and I said, now, if you're seriously ready and I know I'm ready for you to come on board, you remember I wrote down a number, I folded up. And I gave it, I gave it to, <laughs> I gave it to you with, with both hands closed. And I said, now, if you give me 18 months, right, right, <laughs> right, here, here's where you will be, you know, if you give me 18 months and, uh, I said, uh, you know, kind of, Hey, you can look at that when I leave. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and you know, that was, that was one of the first times, that was one of the first times that I'd had ever had a Scooby-Doo look on my face. Like, really? <laughs> like, really? This is, this is, this is are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah. you know, it, it for, for different people, it takes different things to motivate them, you know? And for me, for me, it has never been, you know, uh, the color of your skin or any of that type stuff. It's always mm -hmm. been about the money. Yeah. You know, it, 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 that's just the way that we were raised, you know, my, my mother and father, well, I'm sorry, our mother and father, our mother and father, yep. yeah, our mother and father raised us not to see color, you know, you know, you, you take people at their at a face value, you treat people the way you want to be treated. And, you know, if they give you an opportunity to advance yourself, you jump in. Right. You know, that's that's kind of that's kind of the way we were raised. So, 
you know, I've, I've taken that and applied it. And it's, you know, just those simple values, those simple values have taken me farther than any book would ever take me. Just those core values. Yeah. 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 You bring up, you bring up, uh, you know, some, some, uh, some credible points with regards to our childhood and how we were raised. I mean, we, we had, we had parents that had great moral values, work values, absolutely, pres- perseverance values. I mean, their their overall um, uh, in, in nature in in their personality and their persona uh, made you want to uplift yourself to be better. Because you know, you know, some of the stories I remember, you know, as we're talking now, is is like you know we can leave the house if we were going to play. But if we were leaving the house to go see others or we were going uh, to be in the presence of company of, 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 let's just call it our elders, you know, we had to be clean, you know, that's I mean, right. we had to that's be right. that's right. showered that's right. and dressed. I yes. Mean, so, yes. So it was all it was it was it was almost kind of like, you know, felt like uh, when, when people say I went into the military, how, how was that? I said, well, it was it was pretty easy to go through boot camp because, you know, if you can live through dad's boot camp, you can live through anybody's boot camp, you know? Well, you know, you know, even, <laughs> even to this day, man, even to this day right now, Greg, you think I'm playing, bro, I still shine my shoes and I'm talking tennis shoes. Yep. I'm, I'm wiping my tennis yep, shoes yep. down. You know, I don't go in. If my car is not clean, it's got to get washed, you know? And, and the one thing that, that dad left with me that, that still resonates is the way you look, and your first, the way somebody first receives you, that's that's their picture of you. That's it. You got one chance to make a good impression, and and I'll never forget that from Dad. You know, he was he was. Nope, don't leave this house if you're gonna be dressed a certain way. Nope, you can't leave this house because you have my name. That's right. And that's and right. you know, and in, in the town that we grew up in, you know, that's all we really had was mm-hmm. was was our father's name. So mm-hmm. that name carried weight. You know, if you were William's son or if you were Jesse's son, everybody knew who they could run back and tell if you got in trouble. Right. <laughs> you know, it, right. it was, right. you know, and, and back then, back then it was more about the village raising the children because your mom and dad, nine times out of 10, you know, they were working multiple jobs. That's right. You know, I can count on, I can count on one hand the times that I saw dad or mom at a basketball game, mm-hmm. you know, but, but, you know, when I was coming, when I was growing up, I was like, man, you know, everybody else's parents are there. Everybody else's parents were there. But then as I got, as I got a little older and got into high school, I, I, I could see the struggle, you know, right. In order, in order for us to provide, we're not going to be able to do and be at these different places. So I, I grew to, I grew to accept it and I grew to, 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 to know that, hey, that was their way of showing love was, hey, I'm going to make sure that you don't want for anything mm-hmm. and that you don't need anything. Mm-hmm. And, and and notice how I said it. It was it was it wasn't a need. The needs were never there because they made sure that the needs were there, that the needs That's were right. taken care of. It That's was right. it was. Let me see if I can get some of your wants. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that that resonated with me, man. That resonated with me. You know, especially especially when because you know you left early. You left what? You left sixteen? Was it sixteen? Seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah, you left seventeen. So you know, I was pretty much an only child at that point, and you know, all the responsibilities of of holding up the family name fell on my shoulders because you were 
you know, especially in, in Mississippi, you know, you were gone. So, you know, I had to make sure that I was walking the straight and narrow, you know, because because dad was one of those guys that it wasn't it wasn't that if he whooped you, it was if he looked at you wrong. That's right. That's right. That's right. Exactly. You, know, you know, it was it was it was the look that he gave you and you're like, oh, crap. Oh, right. crap. Oh, I have messed up. I can recall, man, I can recall a couple times we were at church and uh, this was before I joined the mail course with dad. And uh, I would be sitting back in the back of the church, man, cutting up with my friends and all this and that stuff. And sure enough, dad would give I could feel him looking at me. <laughs> I could literally feel him looking at me and uh, uh you know I straightened up real good then he said you gonna ride home with me no sir I'm walking home <laughs> no sir I will walk back to the house let me give you a little time to cool off and then I'll, I'll be home <laughs> right 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 yeah I mean I mean you you hit on you hit on you hit the nail on the head man I mean you know we we really didn't struggle as kids I mean we understood Mm-hmm. what what the quality of life and the struggles meant for our parents we always aspired to ensure that if we were going to thrive to be out on our own that we would be able to you know sustain our families because we knew that we knew how important that was and you know as we consider all of the struggles and things that are going on today even with the black lives movement and things that are happening mm-hmm. you know as i look back to to some of the things that were going on in brandon you know, yeah, I had, you know, I had friends of all kinds. I mean, they came to the house because, you know, back then I was, I was into like fixing the truck, lowering the truck, yep, putting yep. the sound system in the truck. Yep, so, I mean, you know, I had all that crazy stuff going on, which, right. you know, as kids of that age, you, you typically do. Right. And, uh, and, and certainly, you know, I value mom and I value dad just as much as you value mom and value dad. And I think they instilled in us, like you said, you chimed on things so perfectly in the opening remarks. You know, there was there was no teaching of hatred or color or this or that because we had to treat everybody equally because we knew when we were placed out in the world, we had to be able to exemplify what we were taught as human beings and and based on our personality and character, which none of those things were really based on color because, you know, we had ethics and morals that were so high. You know, it was almost like when people say, well, why are your why are your ambitions and goals so great? And I'm like, man, you know, if, if you grew up with me, then you would know you would absolutely know. That's right. That's right. You know, that that's one of the things that that I am telling you flat out that has taken me farther. Yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Just the simple mm-hmm. things. Just a simple mm-hmm. thing. Never meeting a stranger. I can right. count. I can count on one hand. How many times dad had met a stranger or mom had met a stranger. And Mm -hmm. by the time five or six minutes after that, they weren't freaking best friends. Right. You know, uh, and, and, you know, even even and we can branch out even farther than that. We can go on D and Uncle Joe. You know, we can go Uncle Albert. We can Mm -hmm. go. We can go Uncle Eddie, Uncle Charles. We can go. You know, we can go through our entire family and everybody was on the same page as far as how we're going to do this. Yep. Now, you and I got there, you and I got there differently than the other kids. You know, we, we didn't, we didn't necessarily take you know, the the direct way, but we got, but we got there. Yep. 
you know, and that's that's the, the telltale. You know, the one thing that I can I can remember. And uh, matter of fact, we just talked about this. Me and the kids just talked about this. When dad passed and Uncle Jake made us, you know, have our last and final moments with him. I still think about that because, you know, that was one of the few times that dad told us he loved us and he was proud of us. You know, that still that still resonates with me, man, because, you know, that's all we both. I, I, I know for me, that's all I wanted was dad's approval. And, you know, for, for me to to go through the struggles that I went through and for you to go through the struggles that you went through and then, you know, for him to see us up and successful, you know, and then for him to, you know, that wasn't the first time, but for him to say it out of his mouth and, and sincerely mean, hey, I'm proud of you guys. You guys know what you're doing. And then to hear it from, you know, it, 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 it brings me so much joy when I go to Waco and hear it from Uncle Van. And Uncle Van has got to be the smartest guy I know. <laughs> right, right. You know, right. you know, and Uncle Van's what, 90? 93. 93. And still has all his wits. Yes. You know, his his mental capacity for information is off the chart. Mm-hmm. And he sits you down and he makes you think. But not only not only the guys and not only the elders, I love it because he takes the time with the kids. And, and he pulls the kids to the side and say, hey, what are your dreams and aspirations? Let's right. see if we can right. get you there. Right. You know, that, I mean, you just don't get that with everybody's family, man. You know, we've you know, I, I can safely say, bro, we have had if if God was to take us out right now, brother, we've lived a life. <laughs> that, that is true. That is we, true. We, we've lived a life because just just the things that we've gone through and the lessons that we've learned from. And, and it's it's like this. It's from the sixth grade, which would have been mm-hmm. Uncle Joe, you know, all the way up to triple PhD, which would have been Uncle Van. And to have and to have these guys in the same room and 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 listen to the guy that would be considered in this day and age not as smart, talk to the guy that's that would be considered a genius right now, and they're having conversations like they're both they both have PhDs. That's, that's just right. amazing to me. Yeah. 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 We, 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 uh, we were truly blessed. And, and I think I wrote about this, uh, probably a couple weeks back and, and maybe, uh, something I had put out on a post, you know, where my family, you know, my mom's side, we, we were filled with PhD, Mm -hmm. uh, disciplinary individuals that were focused on education. And then on our dad's side of the family, where our family was, you know, supervisors, managers, middle class type mm-hmm. type folks that were really focused on working hard and, and earning a good pay and, and, and being moral, law abiding type type citizens. And then you get the two of us where that's kind of converged together and you've got just a, a DNA string there that is so powerful that it, it's it's almost uh it's it's almost crazy to think about because you know it is about having the education, but it's also about having that work ethic. And then it's also about having that street smarts right. as well. Right. You know, for when those three things converge together, uh, it, it provides something so, so, you know, it, it, like I said, it's just crazy because, you know, as you think about when I was first trying to convince you to come work for me at the time that 
you know, I think you were still working for AutoZone and you were going to college at the time and you're yep. still playing basketball. Yep. You know, and, and I was explaining to you, I was like, hey, Jay, you know, I'm working for this company, this company, this company. And you were like, well, what are you doing? I'm like, well, building schedules and controlling budgets and estimates. And, and you were like, you couldn't get your head wrapped around how could these large Fortune 500 companies be relying on my brother? <laughs> and, you know, that's, that, was, that was the thing. You know, I was like, man, come on, man. Really? It, it, it's got to be something else. I mean, what what's the underlying issue? What's the underlying, you know, what, what else are you doing? You know, that that's the mindset. But that was a mindset that I had before I jumped in. Now, now that I'm in it, it's like, you know, I need to multiply myself a couple times. Right. You know, it, it's just that serious. You know, it's it's to the point now to where it, it's a blessing and a curse at the same time. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. because I can only be in so many places at one time. Right. Right. Well, the, the strangest thing is, right, and, and 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 here's how, you know, like like you like we've talked about, you know, the not only our upbringing and our teachings and things that we learn as 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 kids and as adolescents, and then even in our young adulthood, about being able to kind of engage with people, and as you meet people, they're really not you're they're not a stranger. So for me, the opportunity was is when I met Wayne, and and as you know, Wayne has been a part of my life, you know, my professional career, particularly in business for many, many years. Absolutely. And, absolutely. And, and, and just absorbing everything that Wayne was able to teach me about the evolution of project controls, you know, all of the science, all of the principles and philosophies and just everything. Right. And then of course, Wayne opening up the doors for me to kind of get introduced to like, you know, the people like the James Taylors and the, and the AECOMs and, and, and those type of things. And then, you know, that kind of set the course for, you know, like the, the first 10 or 12 years that I was, that I was in business. And, uh, it was just something that I felt like, Hey, you know, I've got to be able to like figure out a way, just like you're thinking right now, how can I transfer this knowledge to someone else that can offer, you know, or, or, or see the value in yes, it. You know? Yes. And, and the thing about that is hard. It is hard to find people once you've, once you've built what, what I would say would be your empire, mm-hmm. you know, you've built it with your DNA. You've built it with, you know, every, every fathom of, of you, you've put it all into this, this organization or this organism this living, breathing being, how do you, how do you give a piece of that to somebody or give somebody the keys to that organism and not feel like, oh my God, I just messed up. But, but you have to do it. You have to do it because, you know, father time is still undefeated. So, you, you know, you have to you have to trust that somebody that you you've put that person through the ringer, you put them through the gauntlet, kind of the way you did me, you know, my <laughs> first, you know, my first real action, you know, it was it was to the point to where it was almost, you know, you know, I, I was I was literally talking about this the other day. It was almost insane what we did on that first proposal. It was it was all I mean, just think about it. We had. The proposal was so large, we had to divide it up into four laptops and then we burnt the we melted the motherboards in each laptop. 
<laughs> running them, running them for weeks straight, twenty four hours a day. Yep. You know, it, it was it yep. was crazy, but at, at, at that time, we were still trying to establish. Yeah, we're the team that you need. Yep. You know, and 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 it was it was one of those things, and all I could remember was by any means necessary, we got to get this, we got to get it done. So if, oh, yeah. if, if we got to work, if we got to work straight, you know, 80 hours straight, it is what it is. Tag your it, get up, get up, let's go. <laughs> you know, go, go sleep for an hour, go sleep for an hour, pop a Red Bull and let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I, I, I think there's, I think there's, I mean, and you're chiming on a couple of things, you know, I think there's kind of a, there's a real fine line there where, you know, as, as some people hear that story, you know, and then they understand that, hey, we were the only two uh, young black people working for, you know, these large Fortune 500 EPC companies. And right. in this particular case, the story that you're talking about, you know, we we're working on a multi, multi-billion dollar project. And I think that was like your first job. That was, you my, know, yep. my first, my, well, well, let's put the disclaimer, <laughs> my first paid job. That was my first yeah, paid your, job. Your, your, your first paid job. Yeah. Yeah. Your first paid job. And, 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 and you are like, you are, you're on task, you know, for a lot of, you know, data entry and, and some graphics designs and some other things that we had to try to simplify our overall strategy to be able to like convey that we kind of knew how this thing was all going to come together. When you're dealing with a 32 level WBS, right? You got to get, you got to get pretty doggone creative. Yeah. 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 The innovation, the innovation was crazy on that thing. And that was what, that was, Oh man, that was, what year was that? Oh, we're talking oh. like back in like uh, 2006. All was that six? Yeah. 2007, somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah. 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 That was crazy. And I mean, you know, just to think about it. And look, they're still using that baseline now. I just want you to know that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a lot of, a lot of my work still being. Yeah. Changed yeah. They're still, they're still using that bad boy right now. They're still using it. Yeah. Yeah. But, that, you know, that, that's one of the things, man. You know, it, it took us to prove that we could get it done, you know, but but once and, and, and I can say this about about, like you said, about the James Taylors of the world and, and mm-hmm. the, uh, even the Steve Dogmans of the world. I can say this once you once you get in their good graces and you prove mm-hmm. to them that, hey, hey, I can do this and I can do this better than anybody else. You got a job mm-hmm. for life. You got a job for life. But but it goes back to what we discussed mm-hmm. earlier. It's not a, it's not about color. That's right. Can you get the job done. That's right. Can you get the job done? If you can get the job done, who cares what the color is? Just do what you do what you That's say right. you can do. Make sure the product is what I want it to be. And and I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's pretty much what yeah. the guys are telling me now. You know, because I mean we have conversations, you know, nobody's nobody's dumb to what's going on now. But mm-hmm. it's it's one of those things to where you try not to make that a part of your your everyday being. You know, because right. you still have to you still have to be able to separate because because when you come into a job, you have to leave all of everything. If you're going to be good at it, you have to be able mm-hmm. to come, come, uh, come or penalize it. You know, you have to be able to separate it, yeah. separate it out and say, look, I can I can deal with this, you know, as the day goes on. But right now I got a task. I got to knock this task out. And then if I have a little downtime, okay, let's see what's going on. Let me make sure I'm up on my current events and all this and that stuff. But yep. 
when you're when when I'm on a job, it's all about the job. It's about the task at hand and how mm-hmm. how fast and how accurate can I get this job done? Right, right. Yeah, I mean, you know, as as you're talking about, you know, challenges and adversity and things like that. <clears throat> for me, when I first got introduced to JT, it was like like you said, you know, he knew the work could get done. It wasn't about color. And at the end of the day, he became the advocate for us. Yep, you know, that's I right. mean, and, that's and, right. and really and really pushed the envelope because, you know, I, I like to share with kind of our listening audience, you know, there there's this one time where, you know, we were working a lot of hours and and basically we were doing a lot of traveling and you were hardly at home. And I remember I remember Latanya going, Oh my God, what's going on? And and I remember saying to you, Hey, we gotta go to Idaho. And you were like, out of what? <laughs> Is that like the potato? <laughs> so, so I'm gonna I'm gonna recall this story for you, right? Because oh, I remember I, I'm, I I flew into town. You know, I packed up another bag because it was like, hey, I, yeah, I'm going up there. You're gonna need winter clothes. And uh, I remember you saying, yeah, okay, I got my pea coat and this that. And I looked down. We're in the airport, and of course, by this time, it's too late as we're both in the airport. I looked down. And you had on a pair of Steve Madden's, like uh, like loafer, like yep. Steve Madden's. Yep. And and I looked at you and I said, Jay, uh, that ain't gonna work. And you were like, you're like, oh, oh, bro, I'll be all right, I'll be all right. So do you remember when we when we were flying in to Idaho Falls and and we didn't even see a runway and you were looking out the window because you were sitting uh, you were sitting beside the 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 the, uh, the window at that time that was, you were like that was the first time <laughs> that was the first time that we I had ever landed on ice <laughs> <laughs> so so I stepped off the plane right I stepped off the plane and I mean the snow was up to my kneecaps I, I, I look back I said we're going to Walmart right now <laughs> I need boots right now. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that was that was one of those times, man. Look, it got so bad out there that you remember this? We were we were staying at the uh, what was it, the Town Place Suites or whatever, and uh, <laughs> we were playing rock paper scissor to see who was going to crank the cars up in the Oh morning. yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> I mean, negative thirty degrees, and we're playing. I mean, it was like four of us. It was like, hey, whoever loses, you're going to crank everybody's cars up. You know, it's, oh, it was yeah. one of those deals. And sure enough, man, it was. Uh, you know, it was a many days I lost, but it was a many days. <laughs> it was a many days I got to sleep in. <laughs> yeah, I think. I think that was your real first experience to what it feels like to be in like a minus degree temperature. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and- yeah. You know, you know, I'm a, look, I'm an old country boy. I always tell everybody this. I'm an old country boy from Mississippi, man. I like it hot. <laughs> <laughs> I like it hot and muggy. And, and you took me to the, I mean, between there and Albany, New York. Oh, yeah. I have never been. I've never been more cold in my life between those two spots. I mean, it, it's like, it's like, and then and then we would never go up there like in the summer months. It would always be. It would always be the winter winter months. Yeah. So it was crazy. That was crazy. Oh yeah, lot lot of lot of good memories. Oh yeah. You know, oh, yeah. as it relates to some of the crazy stuff that we did and some of the things that we were able to be successful in doing, particularly in helping a lot of these EPC contractors. Absolutely. So. So as as we've been talking about, you know, these different situations and kind of how we maintain the right mindset 
and focused our energy on on the things that are what we would consider to be significantly important mm-hmm. and kind of kind of diffused all of the other naysayer uh, type type of stuff or negative mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. comment you know with regards to that you know as as you have aspired in your current career how have you been able to kind of maintain you know that focus and continue to do the right things because because obviously you know for for those that don't know my brother has his own company now he's 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 very successful in doing what he's doing and uh you know how do you how do you continue to maintain that that focus the same you know it all goes back to the same principles it all goes back to the same principles. You treat people the way you want to be treated. You mm-hmm. can't, you, you know, the one thing that I've learned, uh, you know, especially since I, I stepped out of the shadows and, and brother, I must say you casted a huge shadow <laughs> and, 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 and for the listeners, I'm the bigger brother, <laughs> but you casted a huge shadow, man, when it came down to business. And, you know, one, once I decided to, to, to make that move, um, you know, it, it, it went back to the core for me. You know, it was it was make sure that you you treat people the way you want to be treated. And uh, once you once you get into a position that that you can be successful, you know, try to stay there. You know, mm-hmm. don't upset the apple cart. You know, right. speak up when you need to speak up when 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 it's not your turn to speak up. You know, you keep your mouth shut. You know, that, and that was one of the one of the things that that I learned. You know, I learned um, from the family as well. You know, we had a lot of people that were that would that could talk. I mean, could yep. flat out talk. But mm-hmm. when it was time for them to talk, you know, they had they had the audience. Right. You know, but when when it was time for them to sit and listen, they were able to sit and listen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it and it was no it was no pride. It was it was no pride about it. You know, it was just look. You know, our, I mean, old mom's side and dad's side, it, it was what dad and them had five or six. Was it how many of them was it? And how many of it was, was mom? And them? Mom and them had what 13, 14 kids. Yep, yep, <laughs> yeah. And you yep. know, so, so you know, everybody couldn't talk at the same time. So, you know, it's right. It, it was one of those things to where it was just, I think that came to us through osmosis. You know, that was, yeah. <laughs> right, right. You know, that was, that one there, that one was easy. So it, it's still, like I said, it went back to the core. It went back to the same principles, you know, uh, and, and being able to deal. And, and even, even when we got to high school, right, we mm-hmm. went to a predominantly white high school. Yep. But, but we had, we had, and, and, and when I was coming through, there were strategic teachers that mm-hmm. helped me navigate the waters of being in Brandon, you know, and, right. and being able to deal with, you know, just because at that time, Brandon was a powerhouse basketball team. They had a powerhouse football team, soccer team, baseball team and all this and that stuff. And and we're coming in as young pups. And it was it was like overwhelming, you know. Right. So you had to you had to have those people in places in your life that that help you navigate the waters and and for the longest time man that was you you know that was that was that was you for me you know we would have we would work 14 15 hour days and then we'd sit up another two three hours once we got back to the hotel and and have debriefings right you know it it was it was those type situations that that helped me you know get to the position that i'm in now you know just that just that dialogue yep yep yeah, all, all of that is uh, extremely, extremely important. I mean, you know, 
we were taught to have the right mindset. We were taught to treat people with respect and treat people right. We had to understand how to listen because I think, you know, tried and true, if we didn't understand how to listen, we, we wouldn't be where we are or as successful as we are in our current careers. That's right. That's and, right. And, and, and then, you know, most importantly for us, I mean, and, and it's always been that way for me. I think, uh, you know, I, I always kid around about this. I think we, we had a podcast a while back. There was another good friend of mine. She'd been married three times. I've been married three times. And, you know, we were joking around about that. But, you know, when you look back on that, you know, my, my first two wives were, were white. And, you know, now my, my wife now, she's Peruvian. And then, of course, my two beautiful daughters, you know, they're they're uh, Irish, Italian, and African-American. So it's like, you know, how the hell can I even think about <laughs> right. any situation of right. of color when, you know, I'm, I'm already mixed to, to the gills? <laughs> well, well, you know, <laughs> you know? That's, that's the thing. So, so, so that's the thing that, that we never had that opportunity because we were always, no matter where we were, we were always exposed to diversity. That's right. I mean, if we were with, if we were with mom and dad, dad was introducing us because, I, you know, he never, he never told us, you know, he didn't, I, I won't say he never told us, but he didn't tell us a whole lot that he was proud. But if you heard anybody in the street talking about William Proctor's kids, you knew that he was a right. proud papa. You know what I'm saying? Right. You That's knew right. that hands down. So, you know, being exposed to that and then having to live up to the expectation, man, I mean, just think about it. You know, it, it, it's not at the level, but just think about think about how LeBron has to deal with the 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 expectation of him not stumbling at this point. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm That's saying? Right. That, you know, we're nowhere near. We don't have as much money as this guy does, but just the the pressure of having to deal with the the expectations of just our last name. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, and, and that was that was a part of it. And and not even just our last name. Like you said before, we got some serious DNA because the Allen side of the family mm-hmm. is just as as strong as the Proctor side of the family. Right. So, you know, you still couldn't mess up because you were Reverend Albert Allen's uh, nephew or you were mm-hmm. Dr. Van Allen's nephew. You know, you still couldn't mess up even when you were with them or away from them because, I mean, the DNA was still there. I mean, they couldn't they couldn't tell if we were Allen's or Proctor's. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, exactly. you know, it, it was just one of those things, man. So, you know, you know, you take all those stories that you hear and, and I, I quick to, I, I'm so quick to tell my, my kids now, you know, you know, you really can't tell kids anything now. They think they know everything. Right. So right. I'm quick to tell them now. Just listen. Stop and listen. Because that's one thing that we did. Mm-hmm. We paid attention to Uncle Joe. We paid attention to that. We paid attention to all these, all these guys and all these ladies that that imparted into us and made us into the people that we are today. But mm-hmm. it was it was nothing but us taking the time and spending time listening. Yep. Yep. it's crazy that's crazy but but that's the key that is the key the key yep. is you, you you have to you I mean you get your point across or whatever you want to do but you still have to listen yeah 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 I remember uh you know I mean off off of that point I mean there's so many different directions we can go in but like you said that's kind of how I coined the phrase uh water cooler you know oh yeah even though it even though it had already been out there for many many years but 
you know, having that water cooler mentality. I mean, certain things happen in the shop and then there's certain things that happen outside of the shop. That's right. And, uh, you know, you got to be able to decipher, you know, where you're gathering that information. And certainly, you know, remembering Uncle Joe sitting on the rocking chair and sharing all kinds of stories with us, or even being in the barbershop on a Saturday with dad, yep. you know, and the two of us yep. with, with like about... 30 other people in there waiting to get a haircut. I mean, you get a dosing of, uh, of reality, of, 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 of reality. reality. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I mean, it, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy, man. Of, of the stories that we could, we could sit here and tell of just life changing moments, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, just, just life changing moments that, that happen due to just situations. Right. I mean, I said I could I could recall I can recall um, Uncle Joe driving to McGee going to see Mama M and um, just going through coming out of Rankin County, going into what is that uh, Simpson County or somewhere? I can't remember. Yeah, 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 Simpson County. But I can I can remember just the culture, the culture shock or the culture change. That, that took place just driving through these these small cities because you know we took back roads because she lived kind of off in the woods so just to just to be able to see that and then you know us growing up it was all about getting to the big city you know that was that was it you know we're going you, you you get out of Brandon you go move to Jackson and you've made it you know that was that was it and then to get married to get married to my wife and and for her to say, no, this is no, this isn't it. This isn't it for you. You you got mm-hmm. you got way more in you than than just this, right? You know because I mean, quiet as it's kept. If it wasn't for her, I probably wouldn't have never came. I would have never would have never you know been in the situation that I'm in now. Mm-hmm. You know. Yep. Because yep. because I was content. I was content. You know, I was working two jobs because that's all I had ever known. That had, that's all I had ever seen was, hey, you work hard, you you can get what you want, you can and and you can you'll have as much respect as you you know as you give out, and, and that was the mentality that I had back then was, okay, I'm gonna work for everything I got, and this is this is the way life is supposed to be, but then you know you brought me into this opportunity here, man, and it's been like. Uh, when do you want to go on vacation? Okay, let's go on vacation. Okay, where do you want to go on vacation? Okay, let's go on vacation. There, it, it doesn't matter. You know, now is now is now is the point to where it's a blessing, and it's the point to, hey, let's make sure that we have some time to enjoy the fruits of your labor. Where whereas whereas five years ago. It was, I'm still grinding, I'm still grinding, I'm still grinding, I'm still trying to get there, I'm still trying to get there. And then it took, I'll never forget it, man. We were working on a proposal and and this lady, her name's Eddie Nicholson. She um, she pulled me to the side and she flat out told me, she said, you need to, you need to stop and smell the roses. She said, you are, you're, you're the guy. We're going to deal with you. You don't have to worry about it you need to slow down. Mm-hmm. That was, that was one of those life changing moments for me. Right. Because, because at that point I would never say no. Yeah. I, yeah. I would literally never say no because I didn't want, I didn't want that next man, you know, just like these NBA players. Now they're holding on and holding on and holding on and holding on. And then something pops, 
<laughs> yep. Or, yep. Or, or or something or something blows or something you know they're they're not ready for the next phase of life yeah and and now and now man I'm, I'm trying to position myself to be ready for the next phase in life you know it's, it's mm-hmm. that's that's what i'm trying to do so you know i got a couple guys that 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 have shown interest in scheduling so you know we're, we're bringing them up through the ranks you know pretty much using the same blueprint um, um drilling them and drilling them and drilling them and drilling them and and then we're gonna see if they can get past me i feel like if they can get past me there's nothing anybody else is going to be able to do that they won't be able to survive in. yep yep <clears throat> well you know when you talk about uh, the next phase as, as you very well know i've i've transitioned <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> obviously not doing as many proposals and doing more sustainable work and startups and business development and even buying buying companies so so ultimately you know it's a mindset brother i mean project controls as i told you before it can take you anywhere in life you want to go because it's the same principles that our father and our mom instilled into us once you understand those teachings you can go just about anywhere you want to go and apply those same factors that's so, right that's right you know so, uh, so certainly, you know, with, with, with that being said, I mean, this has been, this has been great, man. It's oh yeah. Been great for yeah, us man. to kind of have a little dialogue like this and, and to be able to share kind of, uh, where we came from and how we got through the journey. Oh yeah. Uh, and just, how we're still on our journey. That's right. <laughs> just give them a little peek into our Saturday conversations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those, those conversations get pretty deep. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, look, I'm going to I'm going to wrap up and basically tell our listening audience, you know, the importance of 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 my brother and and why I wanted to have him on board was really to kind of kind of provide some enlightenment to as we've talked about, you know, it really is a mindset and how you treat people and how your upbringing has kind of infused your overall personality, your teachings and your and your well-being for who you become as an adult, understanding how to listen having mentors in your life that continue to keep you on the straight and narrow and obviously without goals and for for my brother and I and and I know I can speak for him on this we had goals of living up to our dad's expectation absolutely so, <clears throat> absolutely so so ultimately you know that was that was something we strive for daily you know and uh, it was very very important for us <clears throat> and in closing what i want to make a comment on is that in order for us as a society even though we believe that society is in an uprising right now matter of fact we know it's an uprising right now we know that it's time for change and for things to be handled differently at the end of the day everyone that's listening to this has got to be able to begin to see beyond the color because if not we're never going to perceive that ultimate change and so brother that's my final remarks you have any final remarks before we wrap up no man i hey i just appreciate what you're doing uh appreciate you giving us uh you know some time to talk and uh kind of giving the listeners a, a little background on on how we were doing and uh hey i just want to say i love you man and keep up the good work <laughs> love you too bro love you too bro well This is uh, Gregory Proctor, Cut to the Chase, episode 20, Brothers. Thank you very much to our listeners. Have a wonderful day. Take care. Bye-bye.